and welcome to Figuring It Out, the podcast where we talk all things life, love, sex, and everything in between. The podcast where we're all just figuring it out with your host, Kaylee Brain. Hello, that is me. <laughs> How are you? Coming up on today's Dating Jarry's episode, I get so fucking candid, guys. I have anxiety about talking so candidly on here, but I fill you in on my situation with It's Complicated Guy. I've also had a few little um, dating scenarios happen to me recently, so it's just going to be a bit of a funny episode, just me filling you guys in. Also, the podcast turns one this week. Um, So, so excited. We also talk about that. But anyway, without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome, of course, if you are new here. I'm so bloody stoked to be here. It feels like it's been so long since I've actually sat down to record an episode because last week I obviously didn't have one because I was sick. And then the week before that was Seb's podcast. And then the week before that, I didn't have a fucking episode. Like what is going on? But I am so excited because I'm here and I am fucking thrilled because I just listened to my Spotify wrapped, but like the podcast version. So it's like, I get like a Spotify wrapped for who's listened to my podcast this year. What the fuck guys? I am so happy. Like I just, so it's been a year. Oh my God. Also (laughs) get this far into the episode almost a minute in. I haven't even said, um, the podcast has officially turned one. I cannot believe that we've been doing this for a year. Like h- how are we all going? I just feel like I need to check in because like I saw, as I was doing the Spotify wrapped, I put it on my Instagram story. So if you follow me, you probably have seen it, but there are 50, wait, let me have a look, make sure I've got this right. 51 of you that have listened to this podcast more than any other podcast. And I'm like, are you guys okay? Like, how are we doing? (laughs) I feel like it has been the biggest journey to get from last year to here. My life has changed so, so much. This year has been one of the most pivotal, incredible, life-changing lessons year, I think, thus far, which is interesting because I haven't done a whole lot. Like, I mean, I say that I moved out of home and like I'm living in Scarborough and my life has changed dramatically, but it's not like, I feel like every other year I've gone through these like crazy breakups or like I've been in Europe and like, it feels like so much has happened, but this last year has been so much has happened. And obviously it's incredible because you guys have been able to like witness a lot of it because I sit on this podcast every week and tell you about my life. And it's incredible to see how much the podcast has evolved over the last year. I cannot believe um, how much it has changed. And I was saying to someone the other day, because they were listening to the trailer and I just said, I was like, the podcast isn't even that anymore. I feel like the podcast has evolved so much beyond what I wanted it to be in the beginning. And I'm so glad that it has because now it is so much more organic. I feel like it has become way more personalized and you guys are so fucking receptive. And I'm like, I can't, you guys, ah, my life. (laughs) I just love it. I'm on such a high right now because I, so I came back, I, okay. Guys, ADHD right now, I'm literally going mental. Let me just slow down. <laughs> First of all, say hello. Um, but yeah, the podcast is turn one, but I um, have just gotten back from the beach. So I've been at work today. It is currently Tuesday. It was like 38 degrees in Perth today. Mental. So I got home from work and I 
just was like, I've got to go to the fucking beach. So I went down there and I messaged one of um, my girlfriends who lives around the corner who also lives with another one of my girlfriends. So I was like, come to the beach. And they were like, oh my God, we're literally walking down right now. So it was perfect timing. And then so we went for a little dip. We saw this like beautiful little cute little Frenchie. So fucking tiny. I can't. It was just like exactly what I needed. A swim in the most beautiful like crystal clear ocean. It was stunning. And then it was just really good bands, really good energy from the girls. And then puppy hangs and then I walked home just had a cider on my deck I've just showered I feel so fresh um although I do have a pimple coming off my chin I'm like cool love that for me um but yeah life is just amazing and then I've just sat down and I've looked at this fucking Spotify wrapped I didn't even know that that was a thing like hello that's <laughs> so cool that I get to see like I got to see um, that my podcast has been listened to in nine different countries. What the fuck? Like, that's incredible. And seeing that you guys, like, I think it was like three or four of you have listened to this podcast on your birthday. Like, you guys are amazing. Who the fuck is listening to me on your birthday? I need to know. You know what? If you have a birthday on a Thursday, in unintentionally rhyming just then, if you ever have a birthday on a Thursday, I can't. <laughs> Why does that sentence rhyme so well? I've never noticed that before hit me up. Let me know because I want to like, if you plan on listening to this on your birthday and clearly, I mean, at least three of you are, <laughs> I want to give you a little birthday shout out. That's fucking amazing. You guys are incredible. But anyway, I'm so excited that the podcast is turning one. And I thought, why not do a dating diaries episode to kind of like commemorate one year of the podcast. And also I feel like it's a really good way to wrap up the year and like show how far we've come. And like, I feel like I just need to update you guys on my fucking life because I have not sat in front of this mic in what feels like <laughs> forever. And I do have one, two more episodes left of the year. So next week and then the week after, and then I'm done, done skills for the year. And then I'm having five weeks off. But guys, when I tell you, when I tell you, I am so excited because I have a new segment coming in the new year. I'm not going to say what it is just yet because I kind of want to like, I really want to take next year to the next level. Like I'm like, this year has been amazing for learning and figuring out the podcast, lol, <laughs> pun intended, and figuring out where I want to take it. But next year, I want to take it next level. And I think I want to take it way more seriously from like a business perspective. So I'm really excited. And one of my girlfriends recommended a segment. Imogen, if you're listening, yes, babe, it's your one. <laughs> I'm going to fucking run with it. She's a genius. And I love the idea of this segment. So coming in the new year, we're going to have all new segments. I'm kind of going to like really map the shit out of this and really take my marketing to the next level. And it's just going to be a whole different shebang. I mean, it's still going to be me sitting on the mic every week, but I'm going to get more microphones so I can have more guests on. I have so many amazing people that I want to come on the podcast. And I think it's just going to be a really big shift in terms of like taking it up a notch. And it's so funny because when I listen back to my like first ever episodes, I literally cringe so hard because I'm like, wow, <laughs> we have grown so much. It's funny because I just feel like this year has been so crazy. Maybe next week's episode, I will do a episode on like all the things that I've learned this year and how I feel like I've grown because I feel as though I have learned quite a few lessons this year, but not anything that I've ever really been through before. I feel like this is the first year that I've really felt in my own energy and like a proper adult, which is funny because I'm 23. <laughs> I feel like 
that's just where I'm at in life right now. And it's really fucking nice, but I will do that on next week's episode. And um, before we jump into Dating Diaries, I guess I should just kind of like fill you guys in on everything. Um, And also, I almost forgot (laughs) the fact that we do recommendations in Weird Thought of the Week. I don't know if next year I'm going to take both of those segments into the podcast, Um, mostly because I feel like everyone does a recommendation and I don't know if I always have recommendations. I love the idea of recommending songs 100%, but I'm also concerned that I probably won't be able to do that as much as the podcast grows just for copyright reasons, um, which is so sad, but I'll still like tell you guys songs to listen to because I'm such a new music pa- new music fan person. Like I love listening to music so much. Um, and I love, my favorite thing is when someone sends me a song that they think I'll like. I'm like, yes, I fucking love that energy. I love that people think of me. And then I fucking froth it when it's actually a good song. Like when there's, a- when it's actually like a banger and you become obsessed with it, I'm like, this is incredible. Um, and yeah, so I love being that for people as well. Um, okay. I guess like we should do a recommendation just because, you know, <laughs> I've said recommendation of the week. Um, okay. I was severely unprepared for this. So I'm just going to try and think of something on the spot right now. Um, recommendation. What have I been loving lately? Okay. Bear with me for a second. I'm going to pause this really quickly while I think of a recommendation because I'm grossly unprepared right now. And it's actually embarrassing. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I um, I actually just went into my podcast listen to episodes because I all I do is listen to music and listen to podcasts. I cannot tell you the last time that I even listened to the radio. I used to love listening to Triple J. Don't get me wrong, I still really enjoy the music they put out there and I love that they give Australian artists a platform because it's just like that's incredible and it does so much for the Australian industry, like the Australian music industry and small artists, but I have not listened to them in ages. I feel like I'm just gravitating away from radio and maybe that's because I studied it for so long and now I can't listen to it without like picking it apart because I feel like I know, not that I'm fucking any expert, but because I know the ins and outs of radio, I like cannot listen to them having like chats and stuff. I'm like, oh, it's just cringe. I can't do it. Um, But anyway, my recommendation of the week is um a podcast episode one in particular now everyone knows that I love the happy hour podcast I think everyone knows I love Lucy and Nikki I think they're fucking awesome if you do not listen to them definitely give them a listen so it's called happy hour with Lucy and Nikki I just love how candid and real and down to earth these two girls are like they're so they're such like Australian sheilas but they're like so inspiring. They do do so much. I feel like the fact that they have like a podcast episode twice a week. And also as someone who has a podcast, I'm like, that is fucking dedication. Although I guess like they don't edit their own podcasts and stuff like that. I do everything, but it is even just sitting down to record can be so mentally taxing. If you first of all are unprepared, but second of all, if you're just having a bad week, like having to show up for an audience twice a week, if you're having like a bad day, or anything like that. It's incredibly hard. Like I'm lucky I have the luxury to be like, guys, I'm fucking sick. I can't come on the pod this week, but they do two episodes. They also run like a fucking whole ass label. And on top of that, have like Instagram deals and just are all around legends and also manage to have like a social life. I'm like, how the fuck do you guys do it? I don't know. And also they're just fucking absolute lords. They're like the funniest two people ever. Um, 
But I, so I listen to their podcast religiously. I literally listen to every single episode. I don't think there's any episodes that I haven't listened to, but there was, um, a instant, there was an Instagram. What am I saying? There was a fucking podcast episode last week, I think the 28th of November. It's called that one time I went to the fire festival and it's got, um, Tara Conlon. You're not going to have any idea who that is. I had no idea who it is. I think it's just this random chick that went to fire festival. And, um, if you don't know what fire festival is, give it a quick Google. It's probably going to do way better than me fucking trying to explain it, but it's basically that absolute shit show of a festival that happened in the Bahamas. And it was like this big scam and like, it didn't really happen, but she went to it. And like, I just think it's so funny because she had an experience that like, you just wouldn't imagine anyone to have had because of how shit it was portrayed. And obviously it was still fucking awful. Like I just think it's so funny because she goes on about how like she had this amazing time. And I love this chick's attitude because basically what happened was she obviously went to this fire festival. She was on one of the first planes that got there. So she actually got into the festival, whereas like a lot of people didn't even get on the plane and didn't, you know, get to actually rock up to the Bahamas because they shut it all down when they realized what was happening. But she was like one of the first planes to the Bahamas. She got to go out on this little boat and stuff. Like before she even got to the festival, she just thought that this is what was like happening. And so they're having like the best time and they get there. Obviously it's a fucking shit show. And like even the photos that she has taken, cause she's written a blog about it. And I'm like, babe, that's so rogue. Like she goes on about how like they were having like, you know, full breakfasts and stuff like waffles and bacon and bacon and stuff. And I was like, Oh, maybe it wasn't that bad. And then I went and looked at their fucking blog post and I was like, babe, it doesn't look good though. Like I understand like you still got to eat and stuff, but like it literally just, if I was put, I know myself, if I was put in that environment, I would be melt. Like I would have a full breakdown meltdown. I I think that like, if I was with people that were like, fuck it, let's just make the most of it. Like we're in the Bahamas. I think that I would just freak out and be like, am I going home? Like what's happening? Um, but I just love and respect so much that her and her friends were just like, fuck it. Like we're just going to make the best of a bad situation. I'm like, yes, I fucking love it. Um, but anyway, I just thought it was really interesting and like really funny to hear her side of this, like her side of fire festival, because she had such a different experience to what was kind of portrayed on like all the documentaries and stuff like that, which I think was really funny. But that's my recommendation of the week. Um, weird thought of the week. I'm trying to think, who was I talking to the other day about a weird thought? I know that M had a weird thought and we were like, that actually is so bizarre. You know what? I can't even think of one right now. And I feel like I've been talking for so long. We need to get into the episode, <laughs> but I will come back next week with a weird thought. I promise you, I need to fucking write them the fuck down because I have weird thoughts all the time, but I just need to write them down. Anyway, holy moly, let me take a breath <laughs> and let's go ahead. Let's jump into the episode because I'm so excited to fill you in on my dating life, dating diaries. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I have to just go... I just have to jump right into this because last time I did dating diaries, I think that I was still in the midst of it's complicated guy. Wow. Guys, this stresses me out so much that I even do this fucking segment or that I even have a podcast and I <laughs> come on here and talk about this sort of stuff on here. I swear when I actually do get a boyfriend, no one's going to fucking know about it. I'm just going to announce one day. I'm going to, so you know what? No, 
I'm going to soft launch him on my Instagram. If I ever get a boyfriend, I'm soft launching him on my Instagram. I'm going to tease the fuck out of you guys. And then I'm going to drop it on the podcast. I'm just going to drop a bombshell and be like, guys, I've got a fucking boyfriend. <laughs> um, but anyway, in the meantime, we're definitely going to be talking about my dating life because for anyone that's new here, I am 23. I live in Scarborough in Perth. And if you're not from Perth, I basically live in the Bondi of Perth. Um, I live right on the beach. I live with one of my best girlfriends. Um, we go out a lot. Oh my God, guys, I have been partying so much. My body hurts. Like, so last week, obviously I was sick. I am still unwell and it has been a good week. Like it has been over a week now. And my chest, it's like, I have like a fucking chest infection. Like, honestly, my body is like, give me a break. Like I said to myself, I was going to have a quiet weekend. I had the fucking opposite of a quiet weekend. I think just like, especially now that's coming into summer, the weather is so good. It's so hard to not just pop down to the pub on a Friday night and end up having a bit of a belter. And then, you know, Saturday rolls around. It's good weather. Everyone's like, come to the pub or like, come do something. And then you just fucking Friday rolls into Saturday and then Sunday it's like well shit it's fucking beautiful weather let's go for a Sunday sesh oh guys it's killing me if I come out of this summer alive I will be surprised I mean I will come out of this summer alive but if I come out like not completely depleted of all energy I'll be surprised um but anyway I have just been living my best life, to be honest. Um, well, that's a lie. Uh, no, actually, no, it's not a lie. Just be really transparent with you guys. I am not involved with It's Complicated Guy anymore. We're friends. Like, we're staying friends. That's totally fine. Um, I say that. I guess we'll see how that turns out. But um, I was really sad. I was really, really sad for a little while. I'm still sad. I'm not, like, I'm not pretending that I'm not sad because um, I'm someone that really grieves a situation. It, it takes me a little bit longer than norm. It normally takes me a little bit longer than the other person just to kind of like wrap my head around what's happened. I feel like it's really hard for me to go from being really close and being really vulnerable and open with someone and having a really deep connection with someone to then not anymore or like not even not having that because we're still hanging out. We're still friends, but not being able to explore that anymore and just being like, this is done. I find it really, really hard. And I think that's why I actually struggle so much with the concept of death because I don't understand how someone can be there one moment and then not the next. And that's why I think I've always struggled with breakups, even friend breakups, just having someone that you talk to all the time where you're really close with and you have such feelings for, you're feeling so connected to, and then all of a sudden you're not allowed, like not that you're not allowed to talk to them, but I mean, sometimes you aren't allowed to talk to them because like you have boundaries and that person is like, I need to get over this. And sometimes like you set boundaries. Like it's like, I know for me, we had to spend two weeks where we just literally did not talk at all. And it killed me, like killed me because this is someone that I've been talking to every single day for like the last four or five months and like became really, really close to and became like almost one of my best friends. And also, I guess like, <laughs> lol, a lover. And like, I saw it becoming something more, but anyway, it's a really long story. I'm not going to go into it. Um, obviously it has been a little bit of a journey. <laughs> I definitely have not had feelings like that. Okay, cool. I have my door open by the way. So there's just cars going past. Um, I've not had feelings like this in what feels like a really long time, which I'm trying to see as a positive because I kind of thought for a while there, maybe I 
you know, I'm not going to meet someone. <laughs> like I didn't think that I ha- could, I just, fuck, I'm going on a fucking ramble, but basically I just haven't had a connection like I've had with this guy in a really long time. And it was really, really nice. And it is really nice. Um, I'm, this is why I'm so sad. I think because I haven't had that in a really long time. And I think this is really different to anything I've ever had because this whole situation has made me reflect on my past relationship, which I am going to do an episode on. Maybe I'll make that the last episode of the year because it is a fucking banger. Like my story of how I met my ex and our whole relationship and all of that is such a good story. And it's actually what I wrote my book about, um, Assault Call Home, just plug, plug, <laughs> go check out my Instagram at creative content, which you underscores. If you don't know what my book is, um, I've got a little story highlight. It's basically just a poetry book where I wrote about my journey, breaking up with this person and grieving it and all this sort of stuff. And it's so funny because I thought I was so in love and I don't doubt that it was love. I think that I definitely had some form of love for this man. But now that I've gone through this experience with it's complicated guy, it's just been such a different connection. And I've never ever like laughed with someone the way that we laugh. And I've never just been able to like hang out with this person for hours. Like, honestly, there was a point there we were hanging out like Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And then again on the Tuesday and the fucking Thursday, because we were just obsessed with each other's company. And like, it wasn't even just It was never just about the sex. And I feel like that has been something as well because I've definitely dated men or boys or whoever, whatever you want to fucking call them. And it has been a lot about the sex. And I'm not kidding, like, obviously, like, oh, guys, the sex was incredible. But it wasn't always about that. Like, we could literally hang out, like, as if we were just best friends. And it was like every time I was with him, I was like, this is exactly where I want. I don't want to be with anyone else right now. I don't want to be like, I don't want to be anywhere else. Like I just wanted to spend my time with him because we get along so well, like literally just piss ourselves the whole time, but able to have like really deep and intellectual conversations. And it was just really nice. It was really nice. And, um, I am still sad about it, but I'm definitely moving through it. And we have hung out since as friends and I'm navigating that, which is, I mean, it's hard because like, I don't know if I see him platonically just yet, like I'm getting there, but, um, it's just meant that I guess I have to work through, but in my attempt to kind of work through this, (laughs) I have had a few things happen in the last couple of weeks because I think it's been, it'll be nearly a month or a, a good, like, yeah, I think it has been nearly a month pretty much since we've like officially called it quits. Um, and also like, I mean, I'm not even going to say it was a mutual thing because it definitely wasn't. Um, it was in the beginning. Oh God. See what I mean by it's complicated. <laughs> it originally was like, we decided to call it off. And then because, you know, like our lives are just really different. I'm not going to go into it, but we have very different lives. Um, I mean, in saying that there's a lot that is so similar, but there is a few major things that are just really, really different. And unfortunately, um, Unfortunately, he doesn't see me being ready for that, which is totally fine. Um, But also, I suppose, like, there's things where, like, I might want to go traveling and stuff. And for certain reasons, he can't really do that um, at the moment. So, yeah, there's just, like, a few different things. And I was really sad about it because I was like, ah, like, we can make it work. (laughs) Um, And, yeah, like, being completely candid, like, I, it was definitely not mutual. But um, I was totally respected. I'll never, I don't think I'll ever be 
I've learned my lesson in the past. Like I will never chase someone who does not want me. Like you don't have to tell me you don't want me more than once. Um, I mean, (laughs) I'm sure he would be like, okay, bitch, like (laughs) that's not the truth, but I definitely am not someone to chase after someone who is clearly not interested in that way anymore. So anyway, wow, I'm being fucking very vulnerable on here right now. Love that for me. Um, still really good friends, but anyway, in my attempt to kind of like feel something other than just being upset and like dwelling on it, I, it's funny because this guy that I used to, okay, sorry, a car went past, um, a guy that I used to sleep with, uh, maybe like start of the year-ish messaged me, which is so random because I thought that he actually had ghosted me, but it turns out he just fucking orbited me, which I will come back to at some point because I truly believe that guys don't fucking ghost you. They just orbit you. They always come back. But anyway, so he came back and, um, he was like, he was kind of just like trying to hang out for a bit. And I was like, nah. And then this all happened. And I was like, fuck it. I was like, I'm just going to go hang out with him. So, um, (laughs) Oh, I really hope he doesn't listen to this. I don't think he will. I don't think he will. But if you do, I'm really sorry. Um, Okay. So I go to his house and he was like, let's go, like, you know, come over. We'll go get fish and chips or whatever. Um, Oh, my mum is calling me. I'm sorry, sorry, darling. I am doing the podcast. Poor darling. She called me earlier as well and I was about to jump into the beach so I couldn't talk to her. Um, But I, anyway, go to his house and immediate ick, immediate ick. And it was surprising to me because when we, we, so we actually met and we went on a few dates and we slept together a few times. And I remember the sex being really, really good. I don't remember being overly attracted to him, but I remember the sex being really good. I remember like having like a somewhat fun time with him. But this time I rocked up and I was like, immediately I just felt sick and I felt so bad because I was like oh my god like he's being he's like a really lovely guy but he's the kind of guy oh I really hope he doesn't listen to this I think he's I respect his style and like who he is as a person so much but like the best way I can describe it for you guys to get like an image of who he is is he wears crocs like but it's like cool well I okay Full transparency, I don't fucking think Crocs are cool. I don't think they're ever going to be cool. I think they're fucking so ugly. I'm just not, I'm never going to get around them. In saying that though, I wear Birkenstocks and a lot of people think they're fucking ugly too. So you know what? Maybe it's just taste. But anyway, I rock up. He's wearing fucking like these cargo pants with like fucking Crocs. And I was like, I feel sick. And okay, I should say as well, he's really indie, like a very like alternative indie, like covered in tattoos, like has long blonde hair. Um, He's a bit older. He's like, I think he's like 33. So that's, I mean, that's not even old, but he's just setting, I'm setting the picture. Okay, guys. So imagine this like 33 year old, like indie guy that lives in, I should probably not say that. I'm going to beep that out. I'm not telling you where he lives. That's a bit fucking rogue, but he lives in, he lives near the beach. Um, he lives in this really rundown share house, which is actually quite a vibe. Like it's like very, his whole aesthetic just suits him so much. Like he is, he lives his aesthetic. Anyway, immediately I was just like, I feel a bit unwell. Like I don't know if I'm into this. So I went into his room and <laughs> oh my God, we're like laying on his bed and I just, we're just like chatting, whatever. And I was just being a bit of a cheeky shit because I wasn't really into it. And, um, we were just lying there and he starts like touching me and I'm like, oh, here we go. Like I literally been here for five minutes. Like, can we at least just have a conversation? And then 
oh guys <laughs> I can't it just like I felt like a little bit unwell I just wasn't really that into it but anyway um we kind of like we hooked up and it wasn't bad but it was like not good at all but I just had like I just I think I got the ick and I was like cool and I just, I went along with it, which upon reflection, I really wish that I had just been like, hey, let's like have dinner and then let's see where things go. But one thing led to the other. It all happened quite quickly. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. No worries. But also like he went down on me and I was like, you know what? I'm kind of here for that. So I just kind of went with it. Um, and then it was kind of over quite quickly. And I was like, oh, is that it? <laughs> but I also wasn't mad because I wasn't exactly like, I wasn't really warmed up. You know what I mean? Um, and also I don't really ever let myself get into those positions because I am definitely someone that will vocalize how I feel and be like, I'm not into this, um, which is another fucking story that I'll get to. But I think I was confused because I remember it being so good. So I was like, no, 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 I must just be wigging myself out. Maybe I'm just in my head because, you know, I'm still feeling the feels for it's complicated guy, but I remember the sex being really good. So like, I'm just going to let him go down on me and see where this goes. Um, Anyway, it just was not that good, but we went and got dinner. We went and had some wine, um, came back home and we had fish and chips and, um, can't stress enough how much like he's such a lovely guy and like very respectful, very non-selfish in the bedroom, which is stunning. And it was really good when we were having good sex. It was so good. I just don't know what clicked. I don't know. I think it was the ick. I think I just got the ick and then it fucked everything up. But anyway, we got back from getting dinner, like we were having fish and chips and we were laying on his bed, we were eating fish and chips and I had finished eating <laughs> and I was like licking my fingers. <laughs> this is so rogue. Um, and at this point, I think I had just not, I was just like, I'm done giving a shit at this point. And um, I was licking my fingers and they were just like wet, like they were just a bit soggy. It, I didn't have any like oil or anything on my fingers. They were just like wet from me licking them. And I was just kind of like ever so slightly wiping my fingers on his bed. I didn't think that he would notice because I was just like leaning on my hands as well, right? And I was just kind of moving my hands around, like somewhat wiping them on his sheets. And also before you come at me, this man's room is like, it's not exactly pristine. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a very like guy's room. Um, and I just, I don't know. I didn't even think about it to be honest. Like it was just kind of habit. And I, <laughs> he looked at me and he was like, are you fucking wiping your hands on my bed right now? But like he laughed, but I was literally pissing myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was like, I just didn't even, I didn't even realize what I was doing. But then I was like laughing at the fact that he caught me. Like I was like, I just didn't even care. Like normally I would be so embarrassed and be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. That's so embarrassing. But I was just laughing. I was like, oh my God, that's so funny that you saw me. Anyway, it was just like a whole thing, but it was making me laugh because when I first got there, <laughs> He had had a cut on his arm, on his hand, and I was like, "Oh my god, how'd you cut your hand?" And just keep in mind, like he's a really like indie guy, like very much. Um, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on indie guys because I fucking love a good indie guy. Don't get me wrong, but it was just funny because it's like so cliche. He was like, "Oh, I was like pulling a parsnip out of my garden," and I was like, "What?" I was like, "Of course you're pulling a fucking parsnip of all." Of all vegetables, he could have been pulling a fucking tomato out of the ground and I would have been like, okay, that seems more realistic, but a fucking parsnip. I was like, of course you were. So I was just like laughing and I was like, my life is literally a sitcom right now. I was like, I feel like the universe is putting me in situations and they're just like, you know what? Good for the plot, but also good for the pod. So anyway, I was like pissing myself. 
And um, yeah, long story short, I ended up I ended up going home, and I. I didn't want to caught him off, catch him off guard because I think that he did think I was going to stay because we had had like a couple glasses of wine, but I stopped after my second glass and I was like, oh, I probably won't have any more because I'm going to drive home. And he was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, just letting you know. So you're not like kind of caught off guard when I do get up to go. And he was like, no, he's like, I totally appreciate you telling me. Like, it's always weird when someone just gets up and goes. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah. Just letting you know. <laughs> um, but anyway, I drove home and I was like, I'm never seeing this man again. Like I just... I'm not at all interested in sleeping with him again. I don't want to see him again. But it's funny because I, not that I was ever caught up on this person whatsoever, um, but just funny how you can like connect with someone, but then you can also like get the ick so quickly. Um, And it fucked it. Like, honestly, the ick is a real thing. I have never experienced it to that degree, but Anyway, actually, no, I lie because I had another scenario happen to me recently and God forbid this person listens and I have a feeling that they might. And I just want to say as well, if anyone ever listens to this podcast and you can identify yourself, (laughs) I'm never saying this from a place of malice because I genuinely would not hang out with you in the first place if I didn't think you were like somewhat of a legend. And I feel like the ick doesn't discriminate too. The ick can happen to any person. Um, and honestly, like I will say as well, this guy, we, <laughs> me and Em have a nickname for him. I'm not going to say it because it's a bit inappropriate for the podcast. Well, actually, fuck, we call him Weed Guy. Um, <laughs> me telling it's inappropriate with my own podcast, lol. We call him Weed Guy because he um, is quite a big stoner, but he also like grows his own weed and stuff like that. Love that for him. Um, but <laughs> it's just like a real character. So we call him Weed Man. And I feel... I don't know if anyone else does this. I think I'm pretty sure every girl ever does this, but we have names for all of the guys we date. And it's really funny because if I told M this story, who's my roommate, by the way, if you are new here and you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, when I refer to M, M is my roommate. Oh, someone's car is not well. Christ, that really needs a service, but I can't talk because my car went unserviced for like three years. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but yeah, M is my roommate and obviously we tell each other everything. She obviously knows when I go out um, and meet a guy and whatever, but we have nicknames and I actually think that if I told her like, hey, I'm going to see fuck say his name is fucking Bob like I'm going to see Bob she'd be like who the fuck is Bob (laughs) so like if I'm like I'm gonna see weird guys she's like oh yeah 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 and the same thing like she'll tell me stories and I'm like wait who the fuck is that and then she's like oh this person I'm like oh yep cool 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 but anyway um (laughs) moving on from that I just get so nervous that people listen to this podcast and I never want it to sound like I'm being a dick because I genuinely still think these guys are fucking awesome but just not for me you know what I mean um, it's like when I date a guy, like I don't expect them to think I'm a fucking absolute Lord. Um, I mean, I do, but also it's totally fine if they're like, okay, Kaylee's awesome, but she's not for me. Um, I just love being able to, I just feel like this podcast is me talking to my girlfriends, um, and my boyfriends just telling you guys the stories. Um, but anyway, so that was my most recent encounter kind of like back in the full, I guess, like not even dating world because it wasn't even a date. It was just like going to hook up with someone I used to hook up with. But I was like, fuck. And then I started spiraling because I was like, cool, like, is this what's going to happen every time now? Like, am I going to keep having like shitty sex? Um, but I was like, no, it's fine. We will soldier on. So <laughs> the next encounter that I had was pretty recently. So there's this guy that I know from 
maybe a couple years ago now, I used to have a really big crush on him because I thought he was so gorgeous. And we only ever really had like really short encounters with each other. We never really spoke to each other, like full conversation vibes, especially like not one-on-one. It was always like us talking with other people around. Although we used to Instagram message each other and we would definitely flirt back and forth. Um, But it was never like, I don't know. I feel like it never went anywhere, but I was always like, does he like me? I don't really know. And then we just like, it never went anywhere. And this whole time I've just always thought he was like really gorgeous. I was like, he is stunning. Um, and like, I know that he's really funny. I know that he's like really charismatic because like he worked in a really cool industry. Anyway, I'm trying to like not give too much away. Cause if I, if I say what industry it is, it's going to give it fucking away to anyone that listens to this and knows this person. But anyway, he, um, we, oh, okay. So I was actually feeling a bit cheeky. So you know how that whole fucking urban dictionary trend happened? That was fucking random. So he had one on his story and it was talking about his penis size. Like it was like, you know, fucking Bob has, is well known for like having a dick that's like six to seven inches or whatever it was. It was something funny like that or seven to eight or maybe it was like seven to nine. I can't remember, but it was like something funny. And I replied to it and then we started bantering back and forth and like it got a bit cheeky. And I was like, oh, okay. Like maybe this is, you know, (laughs) maybe this is it now. And, um, we were saying that we should meet up and like, well, no, I actually, I think I replied something saying, you know, like everyone wants 12 inches, but honestly it's too much. And like, we started going back and forth and he was like, being really funny and basically we decided to we should catch up and we should have some wine and maybe we should you know suss the vibe so it was pretty much implied that we should pretty much meet up and like hook up but he's way like way too much of a gentleman to just kind of like you know come over so I was like look let's get a drink like let's have some wine and then you know we'll see where it goes so He came over to my house because we were originally going to go out, but I was just like, you know what? I'm fucking too tired to leave my house. I just want to be comfy. I just had leggings on and I was like, come over. Em had gone out to dinner, so I was like, it's perfect. Um, Anyway, so he picked up a bottle of red wine, comes to my house. (laughs) Again, I feel so bad because he's such a fucking nice guy and we got along so well, but like, I just got the ick straight away. Like I sat down and I was just like, I'm so sorry, but like, it's just not it. And immediately I'm just like, there's no connection there. There's no, like, there was no sexual chemistry whatsoever. I think that we connected so much as friends. Like I would truly hang out with him and like actually sit down and like have bants with him, but not, I just don't, I don't see him sexually. Like I feel like I feel so bad. I fully friends with this poor guy, but like, I just don't see it being, you know, I don't see it being anything like that. So, um, Anyway, so we sat down and I was just like chatting and yeah, again, full ick. And then I just like, well, in my room and we're laying on my bed and I literally just like in my head, I was like, am I in high school right now? Like, I was like, I feel like I'm in high school. This feels really awkward. I know that there's like no sexual tension here. And like he went in for a kiss and I just, I feel so bad, but it was just like, there was nothing. There was literally no chemistry I was like, I can't, I can't keep kissing him to the point where I had to pull back and be like, I'm so sorry, but I'm just like not feeling this. <laughs> I've just like pretty much sent him home. And I feel so bad because he's such a fucking legend. And like, I think that he's a really lovely guy. <laughs> and I'm sure that if we had have maybe connected 
back in the day when I had a crush on him, maybe it would have been different. But now that I've kind of like grown so much as a person, I was just like looking at him and like he's 25, which is honestly, I feel like it's age appropriate for me, but it's also like too young. I'm like, he's just in a stage of life where all he wants to do is go out with his friends and party, which is funny because like that's all I'm doing right now as well. But he's in no phase of his life to settle down or like get into a relationship or anything like that, which is totally fair enough. I respect that so much and I respect anyone that is willing to like say that upfront. I, not that I'm looking for a relationship and not that I was looking for one with this person, but I was just listening to it and I was like, all these things combined. I was just like, first of all, I was like, wow, 25 is actually so young. Like it made me realize how much 25 year old guys not all of them, mind you, but like a lot of them are just in this phase of life where they're like, they don't really want to grow up yet, which is totally fair enough. Like I'm like fucking oath, (laughs) go live your best life. But I just, it really drove home the fact that like, I'm just always going to date older guys. I'm always going to be attracted to older guys. And I think that's the thing as well, as much as like he was good looking and like, he's a gorgeous looking guy. Like there's literally nothing wrong. There's like nothing wrong with any of these people, by the way, all fucking absolutely gorgeous people. But obviously when there's no sexual connection there, but I've noticed this about myself as well. I think I'm just really attracted to like bigger, burly looking guys like that are like, they look like men, like they're really big. Like they've got like muscles, like they just look, they look like men. I can't deal with guys that look like they're like in that in-between stage. I I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, so that was kind of my most recent experience, but I actually have one more funny story to tell you guys before we wrap up the podcast and I'll get into it in just a second. But um, I guess to kind of wrap up my dating life, that is currently where I'm at. I'm currently single as a Pringle. Um, I did download Tinder, but I'm not really feeling the vibes. I did meet up with a guy on Friday night because we were both at the same pub. Um, but immediately I was like, you're so hot. Like he was so hot. He has like long blonde surfy hair, fucking like 100% my type, but he was just shit chat. Like there was like no banter. He was giving me like real better than you vibes. And I was like, ew, I can't deal with that at all. Like I need to have someone that is so authentic and is really genuine and down to earth. And I just, I feel like I immediately got the feeling that like he just sees women as like someone to sleep with. And that is one thing that I will say is the guy, it's complicated guy. I can't speak highly enough of him because I think that I think he's fucking awesome. Like we're definitely still going to be friends when I can get over my shit. But one thing that I love about, you know, our little relationship that we had, or like even just the relationship that we have now is like he genuinely enjoys spending time with me and he genuinely thinks I'm funny and he genuinely sees me as a person rather than just someone to sleep with or like someone to just like have on his arm and stuff like that, where I feel like I've dated a lot of guys that date me for maybe my looks or whatever and they don't appreciate my personality whatsoever. And that's what always comes back to bite me because these guys, like they lust after me because they're like, oh, she's whatever. And then they get to know me and they're like, hang on a moment. (laughs) And that's like, it just magnifies the fact that we have nothing in common, but because they were so determined to like be with me for whatever reason. And then they realize that they like don't actually get along with me that well, or they realize that like, I have way more depth to me 
they're like, fuck this. <laughs> Whereas like, it's a complicated guy. I literally almost went to say his name. That is so awkward. It's a complicated guy doesn't, I've never, ever got that vibe from him. I never got the vibe of like, like, cause he's a bit older than me as well. I never, ever got the vibe that he was like, oh, she's so hot. And like, she's going to look so good on my arm. Like that was never, ever the energy that I got. I think straight away we just like connected, but it's funny because when we first went on our first date, we both said the next day that we didn't really laugh that much. I think cause we we're just like obviously trying to get to know each other and stuff. Like we did laugh, but it wasn't like the belly laughs that we have now. And it's funny because we were like, we let's go camping. And we like literally decided we were going to go camping the next day. And then the next day we both messaged each other and we're like, we're not going camping. Like that's not happening. And then we hung out the next day. And we literally just hung out for hours on end. And it was just us sitting there chatting shit for hours. And that was when I was like, okay, wait a second. Like, I think I actually have something with this guy, which is the most annoying thing. And I'm sure I'll talk about it on the podcast at some point because I denied myself of having feelings for It's Complicated Guy for a really long time. And I think I, it's funny because I'm pretty sure even on the podcast, I spoke about how like, I'm seeing someone, but like, I don't want to get feelings and like all this stuff. And it anno- I annoy myself so much because I definitely had feelings for this person. And I really, I think I was just protecting myself so much. And I had so many people around me being like, you guys are really different. You have different lives. And I had people being like, oh, like, I love you guys separately, but I don't know if I like you together. And like, just like all these fucking opinions being thrown at us all the time. I don't know. I'm sure that he copped it as well, but I was getting it from like everyone and it really scared me. I feel like I was so scared of getting hurt as well, which is something that I'm dealing with in therapy, but I was so scared that I didn't allow myself to have any feel. Like I obviously had feelings, but I wasn't admitting it to anyone. I wasn't admitting it to myself even. Like I just... I kept being like, no, 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 it's fine. Like, I'm, you know, and everyone would ask me like, are you sure you're not getting feelings? You're hanging out a lot. And I was like, no, like, it's fine. And like, obviously inside I was like, of course I do. Like I'm fucking almost, like I was not obsessed, but like I genuinely enjoyed hanging out with him so, so much. And like I said, I just, I've never had a connection like this before, um, which sounds so crazy. Sounds very hyperbolic of me. But I genuinely have never really connected with someone the way that we have connected. So naturally, um, I had feelings and it's frustrating because um, I was so adamant that I wasn't going to get feelings. And I kept telling him that to the point where he was like, "Okay, well, (laughs) what the fuck are we doing here? And I'm not going to go into it. But basically, me not wanting to have feelings ended up being a really big reason as to why we ended up breaking up and deciding to stay friends. Um, I mean, it, I don't know, guys, (laughs) fuck, why do I even fucking try to explain it? It's so fucking complicated, but moral of the story, if you have feelings for someone, don't be a fucking dick. Tell them if your friends don't fucking like them, who gives a fuck? Because you're the only person that has to fucking date them. And Honestly, I think that friends come from the best place because they just are looking out for you and they want the best for you. But some people, I mean, like friends are never going to get that full experience because they don't see behind closed doors. And I feel like every friend that saw us together knows that we had that connection because like they heard us laughing and stuff like that. But it's really hard. I think that 
if I could give any advice to anyone moving forward, even to myself, like I'm never going to let this happen again. If I have feelings, I'm just going to be fucking vulnerable because at the end of the day, I ended up getting way more hurt, (laughs) even though I was like, I'm not getting feelings, which is so fucking stupid. Like let yourself feel your fucking feelings and tell people to fuck off if you need to, because at the end of the day, it's your heart, it's your life. And if it blows up in your fucking face, it blows up in your fucking face. Like it's all a lesson. I would rather go balls to the wall, fucking see where shit goes and just fucking throw myself in and, you know, love deeply. And if it fucking doesn't work, it doesn't fucking work. But I would much rather that than always being like, what if, what if this, like, you know, what, oh, that fucking eats me up so much. But anyway, I'm not going to go into that, but it's really funny because we decided to stay friends. And I kind of said like, look, I need space. I can't see you as much. Like I, I pretty much said like when you, cause he's FIFO. I was like, when you go back to work, I'm going to need time to just kind of be like, not talking to you, I suppose for one. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you when you get home, because I really need to grieve this. And I'm someone that can't really stay friends with people because I get jealous and it's, it's a whole thing. (laughs) Anyway, so I stayed over maybe like a night, maybe two nights before he flew to work. And it's funny because we didn't even have sex, but I took my bra off to sleep (laughs) and I left it in his room. And, um, I, the next day I was in a rush to go to work because I had to go to work and I was like, it was so sad. Cause I was like crying. Cause I was obviously fucking devastated that I had to leave. And I was devastated about the whole situation and we we're just like laying in bed. We we're like looking at each other and we're like, we we're both just like crying and we're like really going to miss each other. Well, he wasn't crying. <laughs> I should not say the podcast. He's going to be like, I wasn't crying. But we're like looking at each other. I was crying and we we're just like really going to miss each other. And anyway, I leave in a fucking fluster. I'm like, I've got to go. <laughs> and I get home and he messaged me and he's like, your bra is in my room. And I was like, fuck sake. I was like, can you leave it outside and I'll come fast and I'll get it. Anyway, long story short, he didn't leave it outside. I didn't go and get it. He flew to work and it got locked in his fucking room because he locked his room because I messaged his roommates and I was like, guys, can you please go in and get my bra? But the worst thing about this, okay, it wouldn't be that bad. It really wouldn't be that bad if it wasn't, first of all, my ugliest fucking bra. (laughs) It's literally just this nude bra that I wear with all of my white t-shirts and it is so like stained because it's just like, it's, I guess nude just gets dirty. I fucking wash it like every six, every like couple of days, but, um, it's just gotten like so dirty and like stained from all the black shirts and whatever. And, um, yeah, it's just like a t-shirt bra. It's fucking nothing special. It's honestly such a grandma bra. And I was like, of all the bras that could have been fucking left at his house, it had to be this one. And then I was like sitting there and I was like, cool, my bra is locked in his room. Now he's going to come back from work and he's going to fucking still have to look at this ugly bra. And I was like, fuck my actual life. And I was telling my mom and she was like pissing herself. She was like, of course, Kaylee. And I was like, I know. Um, but yeah, I was like big Kaylee energy. That shit always fucking happens to me. Always happens to me. Um, but yeah, I did get my bra back. Actually, I just recently got it back. But the funniest thing is that for the two weeks that he was away, I didn't fucking wear, actually, no, even longer than that. 
maybe like three weeks. For three weeks, I did not wear a white t-shirt because I didn't, I didn't go out and buy a new fucking nude bra. And that's the only nude bra that I have. <laughs> and I was just like, no, I'm not buying a new one. So I just refused to wear white shirts and um, yeah, all is well. Peace is restored. I've got the bra back. She's safe. <laughs> but I'm like, holy moly. Of course that would fucking happen to me. So funny. But um, anyway, in conclusion, I feel like I've been really, really vulnerable on this episode and I'm really nervous to listen back and I'm really nervous to have everyone listen to this. Um, although I think everyone that knows me knows the situation and I'm very candid anyway, but yeah, I am the first person to admit when I'm going through a bit of a struggle. I'm definitely like someone that goes ups and downs when it comes to heartbreak and getting over someone at the moment. I'm feeling really good. Some days I'm sad. It's just like a bit of a roller coaster, but it is what it is. I cannot do anything about it you know like it's just like at the end of the day I've got to choose me and like if this person doesn't want to pursue things romantically because of whatever reason I have to respect that at the end of the day like I'm not going to be like no we can make it work like of course I want to say that and I think I have said that (laughs) a few times but like at the end of the day if someone is like this is just not going to work because of xyz I have to respect that whether or not I agree, you know, I'm an adult and I'm going to choose myself. So yeah, I'm currently in the process. I'm actually in the process of finding a new therapist because I really liked my therapist, but I kind of feel like she could only help me so much because she wasn't, she was like quite niche and focused a lot on energy shifting, which was amazing. But I think that I actually need to go to someone who can explain to me why my patterns are like this and why I keep ending up in these same scenarios. Um, and yeah, so anyway, that's my fucking dating diaries. I'm sure I'll have so much more stuff to tell you guys coming up in the new year. I probably won't do another dating diaries episode for the rest of the year, but next year guys on that five weeks off. I'm so sure I'm going to have so many stories to tell you guys. So excited. Um, hot girl summer, I guess is officially on because I've single as a Pringle, living my best life, living in the fucking Bondi of Perth. Um, and yeah, holy moly, I'm literally dying. My chest is so sore. My throat is so sore. I need to, I need to shut the fuck up. (laughs) I need to go to bed. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead. Let's wrap this episode up and, um, yeah. Holy moly, guys, I'm having anxiety about this episode because I've been so candid and I'm nervous that I'm going to like regret saying something, especially about it's complicated guy because, oh God, I don't know. I mean, he knows how I feel, but still it's, it's all like very fresh and I wasn't sure if I was going to speak about it, but it's obviously um, something that I've spoken about in the podcast before. So it is what it is, dull, isn't it? But um, anyway, thank you so, so much for listening. I really hope you guys enjoyed this. I hope you feel like you've caught up on my life. Um, very much just in a weird energy right now where I'm just kind of navigating through everything. I'm very tired. I feel like it's very like end of year energy right now. I'm so tired. I cannot wait to have, I have like almost three weeks off work and I'm so excited to just really switch off and have that time. No, I have two weeks off. Wow. I would die if I had three weeks off. I have two weeks off. Very excited. Um, and also I'm so fucking 
thrilled that you guys have stuck around for this year with the podcast. I cannot wait for next year. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, bigger and better things next year, 100%. Um, but yeah, I will be back in your ears next week and the week after before I go on break. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, it's going to be a fucking banger episode. Um, we're going out with a fucking bang. We are going out with a fucking bang. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, anyway, stay groovy, stay kind. Um, actually before I do my outro, (laughs) come follow me on Instagram. If you're not already at creative content with two underscores, or you can follow the podcast at figuring out potty P O D D Y. And um, yeah, now stay groovy, stay kind. (laughs) And I'll see you all next week. Bye.